Hello, my name is Tim, and welcome to another special double episode of Tales of a Tour Guide. This week's episode is two stories, and it is entitled, Late for the Coach. I always get asked the same questions when I'm on trips, crazy passenger stories, and one that always comes up is, have you ever left anyone behind? To which I reply, well, I don't leave people behind, they just miss the coach. I like to put the onus on them and their mistake. But yes, in short, yes, many times I've left people behind. And I always give them an opportunity though to make the coach. I give them the time, and then if they're not sighted within a few minutes, like five minutes of leaving, I either send someone or I go on an adventure myself to try and retrieve them from their room. And that's what happened uh, in this particular story. We were in Amsterdam. We were staying at the Botel, which unoriginally is a boat that's a hotel as well. And the coach was meant to leave. I think it was about 7.30 or something in the morning, 7.30 at 8am. And... Look, it's not the only time someone's been late from Amsterdam. If you just want to listen to one of my earlier podcasts, I myself was nearly very late once, but moving on from that. These passengers, I kind of figured they were going to be in trouble because we're in a hotel trip. It was my first year and rooms of two. And these two guys, they were staying in separate rooms and each one of the their roommates had left the night before. So they were in their room on their own. So if anyone is ever staying in a room on their own, They've got no one else to wake them up, basically. They're always at risk of being late. Well, it was Elliot and uh, it was Brad. And so Elliot and Brad were the two guys. And it was like five minutes to go to the coach. We were driving back to London for the end of the trip. We'd all had a big night before. And these two guys were not there. I was like, right, well, I better go on the search party and at least see if they're in their room. If they weren't, well, they were going to be gone. But So I go to reception and I get their keys and their room numbers and off I go deep into the halls of the hotel. So I knock on Elliot's door first. Elliot, lovely guy, fireman. He'd been late a few times, always got too enthusiastic with his nights out, let's say, and got back to the accommodation at varying times of late. And anyway, I knock on the door. I don't hear much. I'm like, all right. And the risk begins. Key open the door to see what I'm greeted with, and it's Elliot passed out in his bed. It's a bit messy, but I'm like, okay, this is this is not too bad. So like, shouting at it, like, Elliot, wake up. Hello? Hello? Like, it's like in a movie, you know, when someone takes their first breath after CPR, like, Ugh! like he just lurches awake and looks at me through these bleary eyes. Like, hey, buddy, coach is leaving in like two minutes if you want to, if you want to get a ride back to London. And he's like, oh my God. Uh, shit, like, uh, starts grabbing his stuff, like, throwing it all in his suitcase. He's trying to find clothes. Completely lost all coordination. But he's moving, and it's happening pretty well. So I'm like, great, so Elliot's going to make it. So let's go to the next room. Down the hall I go to Brad's room. Brad is a young guy. He's 18 years old. He has not drunk much in his life at all. He, well, the hangover hit him hard. I knock on the door, nothing. I open the door and what a sight is to be beheld by me. There is Brad, butt naked, lying on his bed, completely passed out with a, how should I phrase, a certain morning arousal in very much eye view of me. 
Uh, okay. Oh, and on the TV, well, at the Botel, it's Amsterdam, so, well, let's be blunt, there's a porn channel, and it's free. So the porn's playing on the TV, he's there completely butt naked with a absolute, yep, and I'm like, ah, hello, Brad, like, hey, hey, like, clapping, trying to wake him up, I don't really want to go over there and sort of get right in his face, from a safe distance, hello, and he's like, like, still so asleep, hey, like, two minutes till the, till the coach comes, are you gonna, nap? And so he he reaches over to his bedside table and he gets a Toblerone wrapper. And he's got a Toblerone wrapper and he then sort of like sits up on his bed and he's trying to put the Toblerone wrapper on his foot. I don't I don't know did, did he think it was a shoe? I'm not really sure, but he's sort of like, like mumbling to me. This guy is this guy is not making the coach. It's just not going to happen. So off I go back to the coach. And I'm there, my driver's like, so they're going to make it? I'm like, well, one of them is. And, of course, Elliot comes sprinting up, like, looking like death. But he makes the coach. Anyway, I, we drive off to London. We've left poor Brad behind. And a good few hours, I think it was about two and a half hours later, we were nearly at uh, Calais to take the ferry back across to London. And we're, like, two or three hours at least in. And I get a message being like, so, Tim, I assume you're gone? Like, yeah, mate, you have definitely missed the coach ended up getting the Eurostar and meeting us back in London he actually got back before us because you know train is just so much faster and we had dinner with him uh, a couple of passengers and I that night and he remembered nothing he's like yeah like I don't know I woke up with my clothes on and I figured you kind of left it was like 10 30 he's like you don't remember any of that he's like any of what I was like I came into your room and nothing he's like you what? It's like, yeah, like, nah, doesn't ring a bell? Okay, well, I saved him the embarrassment until I told this story for all of you. So if you're listening, there you go. That's what really happened, Brad. One of my more savage moments as well has to do with people, well, this one, I was going to say girl, but woman. She was 39. So it's as old as you can be on one of the youth travel trips that I ran. And I had a trip and for the whole thing, she was late, like always late, like always, always. Like she would, in Switzerland early on in the trip, we were meant to leave at 8.30 and at 8.25, she walks down to breakfast and she's just sitting there slowly eating her breakfast, having a coffee. I was like, do you know, we're like, you haven't even taken your bags to the coach. Like, do you want to, oh, I was just going to finish my breakfast. Like, no, no, this is not how these trips work. Like, you have to follow around everyone else. Like, oh, and she got really offended at that. But anyway, it was actually the same trip as that previous story. Anyway, this guy's like, con- this girl, sorry, woman, is continuously late throughout the whole trip. And it just really rankles, well, all the other passengers. And it, obviously it made my job significantly harder. And it all came to a beautiful crescendo in Berlin. We get to Berlin and we had to drive off for dinner. And she'd just been constantly late the whole trip. And I'd tried leaving her. It just hadn't happened. She'd always like just snuck in. But like always last on the coach just to really annoy everyone. Anyway, we drive off for dinner. She's not there. So we drive off. And as we drive off, 
she comes out of the hotel behind us and then she starts running behind the coach to try and catch us and like people in the back of the coach like tim tim like to me and my driver like she's she's coming um like stop the coach she's coming and i was like oh i really don't want to stop the coach like i just i'd love to leave her love to leave her on the street but we go around the corner and she's still running after the coach and we pull over into this little, little construction bay basically and then like she comes up to the coach and she stands by the back door and my driver looks at me he's like tim i'm not no she's gonna have to do the walk of shame so the walk of shame is that you don't open the back door and let people sneak in you open the front door only and force them to come in the front of the coach and walk the whole way down the coach so everyone looks at them to their seat so we open the front door only she's standing at the back and she's sort of like looking at us like in the mirror it's like what i'm like gesture for her to come to the front so she comes to the front of the coach walks in like without even apologizing it's just like oh like you guys drove off and then like walked back to her seat now everyone had had a massive massively had enough of her at this stage so i pick up the microphone and in my full savage persona of tim i just said how selfish do you have to be to be continuously late and just still think that everyone else on the trip who's paid the exact same amount of money as you will wait for you and hung up the mic. And there was sort of this like awkward silence for a few seconds. And then the rest of the coach just like start applauding. One of the girls is just like, wow, yes, Tim, you tell her. I was like, oh my God. And this poor woman of 30, I don't even feel sorry for her at all. She was awful. She deserved every little bit of that savageness. 